Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of FAP Nation Flow Aligned Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sumed Chatterjee. I'm a flow state coach. On the other side, we have Ryan Gaffer Khan. He's a data aligned consultant. And today we're going to talk about the art of flexing without really flexing, the art of bragging without really bragging. How do you humble brag? What is the art of it? And if you're an entrepreneur, if you're talking about relationships, what is the right way to really go about this thing? Uh, Ryan, you want to kick it off? Yeah, sure. That's a really good question that has plagued many a millennia. Because we're dealing with the art of basically being humble in many ways. And there's, you know, the proper way of being humble and there's the wrong way of being humble. What I would say is he who has really mastered himself and now has the right of being humble in the same way he who knows how to fight and defend himself is allowed to be a pacifist in my opinion because it takes someone who is truly strong to choose pacifism while those who are weak have no other choice but to be harmless. And it's in that line of thought that we get bragging or not bragging. It's like, you know, the friendly giant. You very well know that if he decides to place his hand on you, lift you up to the skies like Dark Vader, and smash you to the ground like it's a WWE and he's pretending to be the Undertaker, hopefully you're not on concrete. And it's because of his humbleness and knowing that what he can do to others, others can do to him, lays the foundation of his humbleness. I mean, when we go and wrestle or do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, we have it often, where I am humbled by the fact that shorter men or women absolutely whoop my sorry ass and there's nothing I can do about it. And even if I could punch them or kick them, I'm not even sure that I would survive, so to speak. And it's in the train of thoughts you get, I understand that humbleness also comes with respect to my audience. I'm not humble to, in the sense of, because you're my audience, my clients, I can make a joke, I can make this, I can make that. It's not a humbleness from the place of I am better than you. It's a humbleness from a place of ease and true leadership. It is humbleness in the sense of, I have created something, be it a platform, a new program, something I want to test out, and I'm humbly asking, requesting, even challenging my audience, my current clients, prospects. The first five, getting three, the rest feel free to join, there are only 20 spots. And the one who has the best name for my program gets a whole year free. 
and then you deliver it in a humble way. You explain the rules of the game that is being played, and the flexing out flexing comes in. Excuse me, this church is four o'clock. It's four o'clock. I don't have a belly in my house. <laughs> this is clearly a flex. Um, lost my train of thought. Right, and the flexing without flexing has then a lot to do with. I am indirectly saying I have a program that's ready. Are you in? What are your thoughts on that, Sumi? Yeah, I really like that as an example because you're not directly saying that you want to sell them the program, right? What you're doing is you're like you're asking them for for advice, and it's almost like that subtle gesture of how a lot of in a lot of seduction you would have something called indirect game right which works much better than direct game at times because if you're coming across just right off the bat saying you're into someone it kind of might scare people away is specifically a lot of marketing that's very in your face very direct you think man this person is just he wants it so bad there's like a desperation there that comes across and when you're flexing without really flexing right it's basically the art of you know your awesomeness, you know your value. However, at the same time, you're not shoving it in people's faces, right? And I think that it's this idea of being of service. And I think it's important to know that the intention behind an action is more important than the action itself, right? You could be taking one action, but if your intention is off, you're not going to get that specific end result or goal, right? So thinking about it in a very particular manner, in a particular way, will end, end up getting you those results much better. And when you were speaking about humbleness, I was thinking about the idea of humility. You know, Joe said this once, and I really like this. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less, right? So it's like you're not just talking about yourself. You're not tapped into your own ego. You're like, I'm here to give value, and I'm here to help people, right? And that's what makes that an art form and it really is an art form right you, you've got to learn how to master this we don't all come out and become masters of the humble brag right it's like you got to brag first kind of go through the trenches you know kind of put some stuff out there notice when your cockiness level is going off the charts you know and kind of tone it down a little bit you know and then engage with it in a way where you're like okay i'm coming from a sense of power i like what you said in terms of that like a humble king is very respected because they have the, the power to back it up, right? They're not a peasant trying to humble themselves because they're not trying to you know, make themselves much lower. However, humbleness to the aspect of like you treat the CEO and the janitor the same way. You know what I mean? Like you don't have this discrimination inside of you. Um, yeah, I think that's another aspect of it too. What do you think about that, bro? Well, the way I think about it would simply be a combination of one, I agree in most parts with what you're saying, but I would like to add on, yes, the intention is important because you see it again in the way that you train. If I have the intention to be fast, then I will train 
to be fast. If I have the intention to train to be strong, then I will train to be strong. And with that, I would say, what is the overall attitude towards it? Because humbleness is an attitude, it's a quote unquote mood, it's a vibe. The humble king is respected and feared because he's, he is coming from a place of power, but also from a place of security, meaning I am so secure in what I am about that I truly believe that it's absolutely within my power to get whatever I want and need. And it's, the humbleness is like, you know, an, an elderly father speaking to his three-year-old daughter. Yes, he will brag and this and that, of course, because that's the role he's playing. But the humble father is someone who is respected because he knows he's dangerous. And at the same time, he can take the loss. It's like when a father is play fighting. You see this a lot with puppies and, you know, the, the father dog or, you know, lions, the lion and his cub. You know, there's this famous picture where the small cub bites into the big lion and the lion pretends to be hurt. It's that humbleness to be able to play the social game. And it's within that power of playing, you learn to be humble with loss. It's very similar to learning to be humble, not for humble's sake, but humbleness so that you're open for more learning and growing. Because just because you're in a fantastic position like a king, like a, a business owner whose business is flourishing, doesn't mean you should stop learning. What it means is it's time to put the money on the side, invest and start grinding even harder because tough times will come and you better remain humble. And this is my personal beef for the world's humbleness. A lot of people say, think humbleness is when you're downplaying your strength. While I truly believe it should be you're demonstrating strength through the medium of being humble, because it's the same idea of society wants you to be weak so that it can control you. But I would like to advocate, be humble not for the sake of society, but be humble because you know people don't know better and people don't know who you are and you don't know their struggles. The only thing you know is what is in your power. So the humbleness should come from that place of, I am so secure, why wouldn't I be? Why would I not show my strength regardless? Not in the sense of I'm showing off, although that has a time and place as well, but from a place of 
I'm letting the others have their fun as well. We live in a society where the individual has their strength and at the same time, they're using, let's say almost a carrot and stick method to lead you towards a certain place where you would have fake emotions and a lot of money. But what if we're young Michael Jordan speaking to his coach and mentor, Phil Jackson? And even though you have all the money in the world, it's not enough. How do you deal with such a person as Michael Jordan? Phil Jackson had to realize what the bigger vision is. He had to humble himself because one, you're dealing with the alpha men among alpha men before the UFC, as an example. And he's definitely not that tall, not that glad you name it. So instead of focusing on, you know, the cock battle, so to speak, the dick measuring contests, he figured, what is my true purpose within the team? And that purpose is to build such a trust so that we can focus on what is truly important. The bigger vision of the team, winning the fucker, uh, fucking game. Doing the job, getting to the playoffs. And that's the same thing when you're a coach. In coaching your clients or surfacing whatever user needs to be surfaced. It is that game we're trying to understand each other. And the more I give each other or both of us the chance to communicate and emphasize our strengths and work on our weaknesses, the more there's a chance for us to not only grow closer together, but to actually, in the words of Kobe, get the motherfucking job done. Your thoughts, Sumit? Yeah, that's a great example for um, Phil Jackson, specifically, like getting Michael Jordan and, and these different, you know, athletes to practice Zen meditation, you know, take, taking them through like shamanic drumming and things like this, qigong practice, right? Breath work. That isn't very easy to convince an athlete who's so focused in terms of that to take them through such a spiritual, you know, process like that. It's not easy to, to convince them of that. However, Phil Jackson does it so eloquently and elegantly that he, you know, it comes through and, you know, balancing out that killer instinct with that nature of presence on on the field right as you call it field <laughs> uh yeah in terms of the basketball like just tuning in and tapping into the present moment as they as they get into that zone right um it's interesting i looked up the word humble and it's the word origin is ground right so to ground ourselves so when we're going way too much into the clouds, you know, like we're, we're living in delusion. That's what humility is good for is that it grounds us back to our faculties, back to our basics, back to our foundations, right? 
And so the example that AZG gave in terms of, you know, imagine like a fitness coach, he's talking, he's, he's not lifting, he's not doing anything. He's just talking to the camera, but he's shirtless at the same time. Now that unconsciously he's not really flexing, but you're seeing his body, which is communicating something on a deeper level, right? It's, it's, it's communicating that I know my faculties, like, Hey, I'm here. And like, I have the ability to show showcase this skill set, this talent, this ability that I have, and I'm not shoving it in your face, but Hey, it just happens to be there. Right. It just happens to be in the background. Um, I know a lot of marketers who do this very swiftly where they'll have symbolic elements in the background or they'll create such an awesome pattern interrupt. Right. And exactly like, you know, it shows that you, that you're knowledgeable, that you read books, right. Even without you uh, advocating that just like, Oh, you see this, you're like, Oh, Bruce Lee must be into flow. Oh, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it creates that impact. Right. And I think that self-awareness is another important thing. Cause if you don't know yourself, you can't really brag. You can't really be humble. You know what I mean? You, you can't combine those two energies. It's almost like humility is here and bragging is here. Both by themselves, they're very appropriate in the right contexts. But combining and joining them together, Goku and Vegeta's energy, right, creates this humble brag effect. And I think that's the important aspect of that, how it's really helping us to, you know, find that sweet spot. Again, it's a flow state element, the humble brag, right? Because you're not pushing so hard. <laughs> That's the wrong time to say that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan, for the audience listening, did a very inappropriate gesture with his fingers. Uh, <laughs> and so basically, you know, yeah, that, that self-awareness element is really important. The self-knowledge. Because try bragging about yourself if you don't even know yourself. It's like you're going to invent things, right? You're going to try and try and make up for something, try and compensate, try and do things. But it's not coming from a genuine, authentic place. And I think once it does and people see your truth and, yeah, you're actually willing to get a little bit vulnerable to get your point across, it really demonstrates strength on a different level. Because soldiers are vulnerable, too, at war. You know, we don't think about that. We always think of vulnerability like, oh, I'm shedding my heart. You know, I'm, I'm showing my true colors and going deeper into my layers. No, actually, like if you're in a war zone, if you're a warrior, you're going to have vulnerability, right? You're going to be very vulnerable. So, yeah, bringing it back to that and bringing it back to knowing your strengths and owning your strength. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan just typed in. It sounds like self-mastery for sure, man. Right, so self mastery is something that came up because I, you know, I'm an IG a lot, and occasionally I see these wonderful quotes, and I don't quite remember what the exact quote was, but it has a lot to do with know thyself, and you will win. Know the other person, and you might be able to win. Master the knowledge on someone else, and it's a strong possibility that you'll be able to maneuver whatever he gives. However, I advocate absolute self-mastery is absolute power. Because if I have 
let's say if there's like a progress bar and the progress bar is already at 100%, let's say in an RPG. Why would I care about the negativity that comes my way? I'm already one of the most powerful beings that could ever exist. Without the political power and you name it, but because of that self-mastery, I now get to choose to be a pacifist. I get to choose a humble path. Again, you know the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that, you know, the Native Americans, they have this um, specific ceremony where they they take like the wing of a certain bird, right? And they, they use it as an instrument. And basically it's... Um, it has like a drumsticks? Very yeah, kind of. Uh, it's, uh, they, they call it hollow bone. And so basically the, the hollow boned example is the fact that you know, what it represents truly is if you're hollow bone, you, you're an empty vessel for source or God to come through you. So that's why they do that, which is a very interesting, you know, connection to that example. So if you're hollow bone, you know, you allow source to do what it needs to do through you. Um, and that just reminded me, you know, um, this term Godfidence that I came up with, right? It's like this ability for you to basically give up control for a little bit, surrender experiment, right? It's like this ability of you, you just, okay, source wants me to do something clearly. I'm going to create space for this to happen now. I'm going to step back, take my foot off of the pedal for a second and just let, let me see what the potential here is. And it's like a river knows that it's trying to get to the sea. It knows the bigger picture. And so that bigger picture, the absolute, the source, the God, uh, that code, God also is I an see. acronym, um, artist's way. And the acronym they chose for God is good orderly direction. And I really like that because it's like, God is a process, right? It's not just an, a, a person, uh, a, a, it's like, there is a series, like it's, it's dynamic, right? It's not static is what I mean. So yeah, understanding that is a very powerful concept that helps one to understand the art of bragging without truly bragging. Um, I think we're c coming out uh, down to, to our time right now. Yeah. We have a, an event coming up. We have a Genius Days event. And so we're gonna prep for that right now. <laughs> and so yeah. So I would say the ending notes would simply be, if there's any practical advice, it would simply be Focus on you. Yeah. Focus on you. Focus not on being humble, but on getting to know yourself. Understand why you're strong and really polish those strengths. And if there's any insecurity within, those thoughts will make you want to brag about your strengths. Catch it, use it, use it for something productive. Everything is within your power to be the God that you want to be. Your ending notes, sweet. Well, I was just about to say, well, trust in the process 
and enjoy the process of self mastery. Yeah. Once you really love that process of self improvement, and every time you reach a new level, notice that it's gonna you're gonna be hollow boned again, right? You're gonna be completely emptied, and you'll feel like uh, this. I'm not improving, but just know that every level will get you to reapproach that finish line differently. Right. May your so, cup overflow it with the, the love of God. Meaning yes. if you are not, let's say open, is maybe a better word, not open enough to receive the blessings of whatever, be it from your students, your teachers, God, literally, you need to first empty it so that right. one day you may overflow with abundance. And it's in learning to enjoy that process, you automatically become humbled. Right. And, you know, thinking of the brain not as a transmitter, but as a receiver, right? All the ideas that come in, we're just coming in from somewhere. We don't know where it's coming from, but, you know, it's like, that's a, such a powerful thing to consider that we are these radio, um, these uh, receivers, right, of information. So, yeah, this was an awesome episode, man. Great conversation. Uh, thank you so much for the audience listening. Make sure you follow each of us on Instagram and, you know, check out uh, the rest of the episodes. We have some incredible episodes and we're also going to bring on some guests in the future and things like that. If you guys have a recommendation for a guest, definitely let us know and we will see what we can do to get them on to the podcast. May you never be the same again. Have an incredible day. Indeed. Good night. <laughs>